You're listening to Noob Jitsu, the twice-weekly chronicle of the adventures of a 37-year-old over-seasoned man sirloin as he attempts to soak up all the butter in the sizzling hot cast-iron skillet of Brazilian jiu-jitsu. My name is Rob. I am a zero-stripe white belt at the Abmar Barbosa Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu Academy in Northern Virginia. And today is Saturday, September the 11th, 2020. How is your St. Patriot's Day, my fellow Americans? Or if you like, Enlistment Day. If you're not from the United States, today's the day we commemorate the attack that took down the World Trade Center in New York on September 11th, 2001. I believe it was designated Patriot's Day some years back, and everybody talks about where they were when it happened. I myself was in the first full month of my first semester in college in Warren Green's art history class. Anyway, excuse me, I just choked on some water. I hope you're doing better than me. I can't even drink water right now. It has been quite a rewarding and satisfying week, even though I am currently feeling dead. Whew, man. What a pivot from last week, which was awful. This week I got open mat on Saturday. I got a Labor Day marathon roll on Monday morning. I got no gi class last night, and I got basics and marathon roll tonight. And it has been... Some great, great training. Man, I don't know what it was about no gi last night, but it just felt so good. Something happened, though, and I I definitely want to talk about that tonight. Uh, Focus on that no gi situation. Some weeks back, I talked about how my friend Vince has the keys to the vault that just gets my aggression level rising through the roof. And in that way, he reminds me of my older brother. Uh, And Vince, while he's trying to, he's not trying to frustrate me for the sake of frustrating me or teasing me or, or just picking on me. He's trying to, he's not even trying to frustrate me. He's trying to unlock my aggressive drive because there's a way he knows it. Uh, I didn't know it until last night, actually. There's a way, though, to be aggressive without being angry. I've never been able to find it. Uh, I'm not a naturally aggressive person. And I have this problem in the weight room because there's a moment when you're about to attack a very heavy, uh, like, maximum capacity rep. And... Um, You really have to call up all your adrenaline and all your muscle activation and all your force of will and just give it everything you've got. Um, It's timely because there's a powerlifting meet tomorrow at my gym. uh, And people have just been, you know, I know people have been prepping for this for weeks and they're trying to find that drive. They're trying to find it. And, you know, we take stimulants, we take pre-workout, we sniff ammonia, we get hyped up, we listen to our favorite hype-up song for the platform. And, you know, it's just... There's so many ways to try and artificially conjure up that that feeling. 
like uh, I think I made the comparison to Morpheus and Neo once before with Vince that, you know, Morpheus is just trying to unlock the secret to Neo's potential. And he keeps just frustrating him and frustrating him and frustrating him. And there's the whole don't try and bend the spoon. There is no spoon and all that. You know, The Matrix was kind of a good movie at the time. But anyway, uh, there's just those flashes of aggressive drive. And I've had them in roles before. Not just with Vince. I've had those flashes where it's like, no, you're going to get off me now and I'm going to move you here and I'm going to finish this because I'm done playing around with this. And I'm sure all of you felt that felt that too. There's a moment where you just, you, you, you're basically fed up with it. You're not mad at your retraining partner. You may be a little mad at yourself, but you're not, you're not necessarily angry with your training partner or angry at all. You're just like, okay, we're done. I'm going to finish this now. And then you get that extra drive. I've never been able to really call that up organically though. But last night, well, here's when it usually happens. It usually happens when I get hurt because I usually know it's my fault that I got hurt. And I get mad and I, I go, I, you know, I quit playing around. Well, last night was no different. We were doing nogi and nogi translates really well to me uh, so far because I used to wrestle and nogi is a lot like wrestling. Uh, you know, you find yourself in a lot of the same grip fights. You find yourself in a lot of the same, you know, uh, body mechanic manipulation opportunities. Uh, so I really like nogi. But uh, last night we were doing, I'm sure you're all familiar with the lovely game at the end of at the end of class called uh, Sweet Pass Submit, where one person starts at the base, and you rotate people through, attacking the base to try and sweep, pass, or submit, and whoever wins, quote-unquote, stays in, and the one who got beat, quote-unquote, rotates up. So I was doing Sweet Pass Submit with, uh, with a guy. He was the base. I was attacking his guard. And uh, I don't want to say he's spazzy, He's a three-stripe white belt, so he's he's been around the block a few times. He knows what he's doing, but he is a little spazzy. And I say that because, you know, I don't want to say spazzy white belt because that's such a stereotype for the brand-new person. He's not a brand-new person at all. But when I was going to pass the guard, he got into, like, a supine guard, and I grabbed his ankles. And as soon as I did, he just started kicking like a, like a, like a toddler that didn't want to get his, his pajamas put on. And it frustrated me because what is that going to accomplish? Like, when will you ever kick your little feeties around to try and break a guard in a fight? Like, you know, you kick, kick your little toesies at him, recover the guard, grab, you know, anyway, whatever. Uh, he was kicking his little feeties. And, uh, yeah, I, I, I zigged when I should have zagged, and he kicked me right in the chin. Like, right up under my chin. And he jammed my mouth closed. I'm really lucky I didn't bite the tip of my tongue off because my tongue wasn't sticking out. But I did bite my cheek pretty pretty hard. And uh, the other thing that happened was when it forced it closed, there's this little muscle called the the lesser ma lesser ma lesser something. It's not uh, anyway. It's not mandible. It's whatever. The lesser something or other. It's like the tiny little muscle behind the big muscle on your cheek between your between your cheekbone and your ear. So when he forced my jaw closed, it traumatized that muscle, and it seized, and it knotted up, and it uh, inflamed, and that inflammation caused the my jawbone to push forward just a little bit, or push back a little bit, and then my jawbone started rubbing over the, the tendon, and it made this, like, you know, like two pieces of uh, 
textured metal rubbing against each other. If you ever heard a tendon, like bone scraping a tendon, it hurt for sure. Like when it seized up, it was in a lot of pain, really tight, really cramped. Uh, but then, you know, it, it, it released. But then there was just this annoying noise of just bone pushing over tendon. And the problem is it's like right under your eardrum. So I could hear it constantly. It was so annoying. But uh, that kick, that kick served to flip the switch. And what I mean by flip the switch, I, I did not get mad. I realized in that moment, this was my fault. I played it half speed. I was uh, trying to be that courteous guy who makes sure everybody gets something out of class. And... You know, I don't want to smash his legs just because I'm heavy. But you know what? I was wrong. And this is exactly what Vince meant when he said, be right. I was being wrong. And uh, the way I could have been right would have been to sprawl on his ankles, smash his legs, and pass him. To show him that against an opponent my size, a supine guard is a bad idea. Go to De La Hiva. Go to X. Do something like that. You know, it's just, you, you can't just rely on your your... That was the point. The way I would have been right would be by showing him you can't rely on the same game you use against everybody, you know, against uh, people your size, against against everybody, because there's going to be somebody who's, you know, heavier than you or more muscular than you or stronger than you or whatever. And you're going to see them in a match. And if you just go supine guard and then kick your little feeties like you don't want to get your jammies put on, what, come on. So I was being wrong. I should have definitely done the technique correctly and just played it right and passed him. And um, we would have avoided the whole scenario. But it was in that moment I realized, yeah, this was my fault. This was preventable. And I really need to get it together and just do it right. So I immediately smashed his ankles, smashed his knees, and uh, came in with a knee cut past his, past his shoulder and got into got in like a Kessa. Let him jump around some because he was, he was scuttling and scuttling and spazzing a little bit, and, and as he did that, he just pulled himself right up underneath me, and I turned over into half, and there it was. There was the pass, and then after that, everything was flowing so clearly. I swept uh, just about everybody else. Uh, there was like three more guys that came in. They all got swept from my base. They all went out, and then we were back around to the, the guy that, that inadvertently kicked me, and uh, I was setting him up for this lovely turtle roll that I've been trying to practice, uh, where you trap their arm, they go in for the seat belt, you trap their top arm and grab their, grab their knee or underhook their knee and just roll over your, uh, the, the shoulder opposite their top arm. So like if I was grabbing his right, if I was controlling his right arm and his left leg, I would roll over my left shoulder and just turn back over into side control. It's a beautiful, beautiful pass that Eduardo Talos does all the time. But, uh, I had his I had his elbow controlled, I had his leg controlled, and I was tipping forward as the uh, as the instructor called time. But you know, it was it was a lot of fun. I, I, he flipped the switch, and tonight at that marathon roll, I was still feeling that aggression without anger. I was I was really trying my best to pour you know, technique after technique after technique into, into my roles and play defensively and counterattack and pass and, you know, smash legs and pass. And it wasn't until the last roll that I really started getting tapped. Like, I think I got tapped three times to arm bars or like two arm bars and triangle. 
in the last row because that was just exhausting. I gave it everything tonight. And, and in that last row, if there had been a round after that one, I wouldn't have been able to do it because I was just dead. Uh, I was absolutely falling over. Uh, but anyway, you know, it was, it was a great night. And I was going to try and go back through the first couple of episodes and find that clip where I said uh, the mastery of Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu is adding speed and precision without, um, you know, with control. It's that ability to add that aggressive drive without anger and without, you know, without uh, losing control um, to safely apply speed and precision. Because, uh, you know, I've been thinking about that nonstop and I feel like I was right when I said it and, and I've kept that train of thought. How do I apply speed and precision without endangering my training partners, without being a spazzy white belt, you know, without hurting somebody because I weigh 245 pounds? It's just, you know, it seemed like a, a daunting and, and almost insurmountable obstacle at first. But now it just kind of fits. It's working out well. Uh, I think tonight was a great success. I think this whole training week overall was a great success. Uh, I am I am exhausted. I had a great week of weightlifting. I'm sorry, just got another drink of water. And I'm going to take another. Oh, man. Believe me when I say I am 1,000% exhausted. But the great news is I have Penang Curry waiting for me when I get home. And I have uh, no lifting session in the morning. So I get to sleep in until open that. Really looking forward to that. So it's a short one tonight. Uh, that's really all I had to, to talk about, you know, was finding that switch. And, and I'm so happy that it got flipped, but I hate that I got injured again, you know, or hurt again in the process. But uh, there we are. Yeah. I hope you're safe. I hope you're happy. I hope this week was a little bit challenging and a whole lot rewarding. Uh, I hope you're staying healthy. Hope you haven't had any kind of run-ins or difficulties with the virus. And uh, in in all things, in, every, in everything, I wish you the absolute very best, happiest training. Thanks, as always, for listening. If you haven't yet followed noobjutsu.podcast on Instagram, you're missing out on a little bit of content. It is not just new episode announcements. So far, I have added tutorials on trigger point massage for the four main intersections of your body, three main intersections, and then one other really nasty trigger point, really. And I've also given you strength training spotlights on front squat, the Romanian deadlift, the dumbbell row, and the something else. The something else. I can't remember what it was. You have, you, have to, you have to follow to find out. There are four strength training spotlights. But anyway, uh, I hope these find you well. I hope you give it a give it a look. Hope you get some use out of those strength training spotlights. They're, they're in there for a reason. It's because these are the movements that people who do jiu-jitsu should be able to focus on and get the most benefit out of without being uh, like a gym rat. Oh, the pullover. The weighted pullover. Another really good one. Some of these are strengthening exercises. Some of them are, are rehabilitation exercises. So really worth a look. Really worth your time. Uh, anyway, I hope you're well. I wish you the very best. I wish you happy training. Stay happy, stay healthy, and as always, thank you so much for listening. Good night.